Blog Talk Radio. Hi, I'm Nicole. And I'm Colin. And this is Don't Get Me Started, a live call-in show with Linda Darlow. Linda not only has 50 years in show business, but she's also a trailblazing, awe-inspiring woman on a mission to help every actor be the best that they can be. So without further ado, here's Linda. (laughs) I hadn't heard that one. Thank you, guys. Colin, you could have said a little more. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh um yeah here we are that was um of course my producer colin and my marketing guru nicole who have been with me for all of these 10 episodes and here we are at number 10 unbelievable thank you guys so much um i thought we would close out this season uh with something Uh, So you'll decide whether you ever want to hear from me again or not. Um, It's called Ego Versus Self-Esteem. Yeah. And it's still a live call-in show. So do call in if you have a question for me. And this will be your last chance. Uh, The number is 1-845-277-9218. And it's a U.S. number, so long-distance charges might apply. Uh, Before I get started with ego and self-esteem, I just have to do a little shout out to the fellow who called in at the end of the last episode. I think his name is Craig. I think he's in San Jose. Um, And if you're listening, um, I just really felt badly that I couldn't give you a little more time because you called right at the end of the show. And I had a lot of announcements and all kinds of shit to do. Um, And I felt badly about that. And I just wanted to let you know how important it was that you actually took the time just to call in to say thank you to me. It really meant a lot to me. So thank you for doing that. (laughs) And I hope you're listening so you get this message. Okay, here we go. Ego and self-esteem. I think knowing the difference between these two things is really critical for anybody, but particularly for people in show business. Uh, I think it's, it's worth this whole episode to help you all in understanding what the differences are, or at least what I think the differences are so that um, you can be more conscious of how to use both to your advantage. Now, um, this discussion gets a little heady, so give your head a shake every now and then if you start drifting and come back. Maybe I'll just say that every now and then. Are you listening? Come back. (laughs) I don't know. Um, The first thing I'm going to do, though, is read some passages that I have already written from my book, Audition Craft for Film and TV, which actually will shortly be available on my website in ebook form. I'm so excited. Nicole is helping me with all of that. Um, Anyway, here goes. This is from my book, Audition Craft. Uh, First of all, ego versus self-esteem. Number one, believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself as a performer. You can't rely on others inside or outside of the industry to generate that self-confidence for you. 
actors often ask me if I think they have what it takes to make it in this business. There are two parts to my answer. I don't know what it takes to make it. (laughs) There's no roadmap to success, at least that I know of in this business. I might judge an actor's ability, but I've learned that my opinion about whether an actor can make it in this business, they're not as often wrong. There have been many instances when I thought students or fellow actors were never going to make it, but they were the ones to land roles in TV series or in feature films. And there have been other students that I've thought were extremely talented and should have brilliant careers, and they haven't. I have never been able to figure out why that is, no matter how hard I've tried. The second part is that it's the wrong question to ask. You need to ask yourself, do I have a burning desire to do this? If the answer is yes, then go for it. Stick with it as long as that desire burns. No one else knows the answer either, even though there are many who tell you they do. Uh, I've already mentioned Stories you may have heard about famous actors, stars, who were told they would never make it for whatever reason, but they did. And they did because they believed in themselves and didn't listen to anyone else's opinion. Only you can know if you should be doing this or not. If the flame and passion die, then move on. If not, keep going. Believe in yourself and don't listen to anyone else. Remember, it's the process that's most important. The product will be whatever it is. Uh, Number two, ego. An ego is a good thing to have. The ego's job is to serve and protect us physically and mentally. Its job is to warn us of impending danger and keep us from harm. It's what keeps us from getting hit by the bus. It's what identifies our individuality and helps us maintain our uniqueness. It's what allows us to say, I am. The problem with ego arises when it starts taking its job too seriously and perceives imaginary threats as real. It starts working overtime and goes on a power trip, causing you to overreact when it feels threatened. Now, this business of acting is such a personal experience and requires such a deep level of vulnerability that it can put your ego on alert preparing to do battle, regardless of whether or not the threat is real. I have a theory about stars throwing tantrums or making outrageous demands on set. I think it's just their egos raging out of control. It could be the ego overcompensating for a lack of self-esteem. I also believe that there are stars who are brilliant, work hard at what they do, and have earned the right to make some demands. Usually, they're perfectionists who have a strong work ethic that are given the reputation of being difficult when, in fact, they're only trying to make the best possible product. I've worked with many stars who were supposed to be difficult and found them to be consummate professionals who have a low tolerance for mediocrity. Now, maybe I've been lucky in my career, but the majority of stars I've worked with have been easygoing, hardworking professionals. And for the most part, they've been sincerely nice and warm, down-to-earth, and great team players. There have been a few who seem to have little or no confidence and low self-esteem. Even though they have star status, acting is difficult, almost painful process for them. 
They might cover this condition with what appears to be a huge ego, but in fact, it's actually fear and a lack of self-esteem. Some actors who are new to the business think that if they have star quality, they should have big egos. That makes them, they make the mistake of allowing their egos to run amok, making them look rather foolish. They have no substantial experience and no understanding of what the real ego issue is all about. In this day and age, there is little to no tolerance for this kind of behavior. It is certainly not what's expected of you. And you won't get very far on that egotistical train. You can be replaced with an actor who's much easier to work with. I've seen it happen. Ego is on the defensive. Self-esteem is on the offensive. Number three, self-esteem. What you need in order to survive in this business is a healthy dose of self-esteem. You need an honest, positive evaluation of your self-worth. And it has to come from you. You must believe in your ability and talent. It may take some time to develop this sense of self-worth, but training and experience will help give you that confidence. Self-esteem, unlike ego, produces a quieter ease with oneself. It's a knowing, a comfortable security with one's ability and a sense of worthiness. Having self-esteem allows you to weather all the ups and downs you will experience as an actor. It allows you to maintain a healthy balance between the highs and lows in your career. It's what will give you the staying power for a long and fulfilling career, regardless of how far away or how close you come to realizing your ultimate goal. That's what I wrote in my book. I thought it was rather astute. So, uh, and now I'm going to chat about some examples specifically for actors about what actors tend to face and what happens when the ego gets a hold of whatever is happening or when self-esteem is in charge. Okay. So, uh, are you awake? Wakey, wakey. Come back. Okay. Here we go. Uh, handling rejection. Ta-da! We face that a lot. So um, here's here's what I think the ego does with regard to rejection. Rejection is a painful judgment of your ability. A fragile psyche, we don't have a lot of belief in ourselves. It It becomes really hard to audition with confidence just because someone else had an opinion um and then you you start to go into auditions not really exciting being excited about it you're actually dreading the experience Uh, and if you let that rejection make you really insecure it's gonna start doing your work it's gonna And then what happens, which is really horrible, is the ego starts shutting down your vulnerability because it thinks, like I said earlier, it needs to protect you from pain. And this is painful. Rejection is painful. Um, And then what happens is uh, you start to overcompensate for a lack of vulnerability, and then you push to prove that you're good enough. 
<laughs> what happens is you wind up proving that you're not good enough and then you get rejected again. It's crazy. It's crazy, right? So uh, I think handling rejection should be turned over to your self-esteem. If you're working from your self-esteem and you are facing rejection, you know it's not personal. It's a director, producer, subjective decision. Uh, They just went with a different choice. Yeah? Um, I tell all my students, too, that no news is good news. You may not be praised for what you did, and you certainly may not book the job. But that doesn't mean you didn't do well. It just means you didn't book the job. So I say no news is good news because if you fucked up really badly, you will hear about it. Trust me. (laughs) Director will talk to the casting director who will in turn talk to your agent who will probably in turn talk to you. So just think of no news as good news. Okay. Um, and, and then you don't have to face being upset about being a bad actor because it hasn't affected what you think of yourself or necessarily what you think others think of you. Uh, also it keeps your ego intact because you haven't been threatened. So your ego's fine. It's in balance. And then you can face the next auditions with just as much enthusiasm and confidence uh, uh, as you did in your very first one. And it really doesn't matter how many jobs you don't get. And you're going to audition for a lot of jobs you are not going to get. People who book a lot of jobs, I think they just audition for that many more. Uh, Not everybody books everything that they go on. Some people may have better odds than somebody else. Some people may work more than other people, but that still has nothing to do. Uh, By the way, this is an aside. Never compare yourself to anyone else. That is definitely food for your ego. Um, Just don't even bother going there. Just stick to your own experiences. Okay. Uh, Another area that we as actors deal with all the time is handling criticism. Yeah. Um, And I'll look from both points of view at this as well. So uh, if anybody has a question, by the way, um, you know, I'll give you the number 1-845-277-9218. Feel free to call in 1-845-277-9218. This is your last chance, by the way. If you've wanted to and were too afraid to, if you had something you needed to say or a question for me, last chance. Okay. So uh, the other thing that uh, we actors face quite a bit is handling criticism. Uh, here's what I think the ego does. Uh which the ego, I think, always needs to defend your ability at all costs, right? Because if anybody pokes at your ability, it could be painful and the ego needs to protect you, right? So it looks at criticism is a put down, a black mark, a failing grade. 
And ego can't allow that because that hurts. It hurts to to be put down or fail or have someone not like what you did. And you take it really personally. And And then what happens if you're in that arena with your ego, you can't even hear critique. You, 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 you can't even consider how you're doing except from your own experience. But if you're in this business as an entertainer, I think it's important that you're up to entertaining and you know what's entertaining about you with your audience. So you need to consider criticism. You need to be open to criticism on some level, but I'll, I'll tell you how to do that in a minute. Um, but, you know, I'm still, don't get me started, okay? I'm just all about ranting at the moment. Um, so an ego just can't even hear the, the critique. And, and I think that's really dangerous, particularly if you're on set and you're dealing with a director who's giving you notes. There are actors who are so wound up protecting the, the ego, protecting their, their sensitivities that um, you may miss a director's note or feel like you have to uh, defend and explain why you did what you did when the director just wants you to do what they want you to do. That's all. Just, you know, listen up and give it a go. You don't need to get defensive um, or hurt by a director's note, but an ego might take it that way. Uh Uh-oh, pain's coming. I have to kick in. And then what happens is you miss the whole point of whatever the critique was. and, And the nastiest part is you make it their problem. They hurt you. (laughs) instead of going, maybe that shouldn't have hurt. (laughs) Um, You make it their failure to not understand you. Yeah. Uh, And sometimes it's actually, it makes it impossible for you to make the adjustment because you're so wound up in your ego, protecting your, your tender sensitivity um, that you just you can't even make the adjustment so that's that that's how i think ego can get in the way of handling criticism which is important to be able to deal with so here's self-esteem's part in this self-esteem if you if you're working in your self-esteem with your self-esteem strong you just hear things differently they have a, even criticism has a whole different tone to it. And it's only an adjustment you make. It isn't anybody else doing it to you. Uh, and actually, in fact, you can hear things. <laughs> if you're uh, working in yourself with your self-esteem, you can actually hear criticism. And um, it's just positive information that's going to help you grow or satisfy your audience more uh entertain them the way they want to be entertained more um and you're absolutely open to whatever the feedback is and then you consider what you want to do with that feedback but you're not closed to it that's the most important thing is that you can actually hear it and consider that it might be a positive contribution 
to your being even better or stronger. Um, it, it, it helps you understand the difference between useful and non-useful information. It, it's not just a blanket, it's all bad. Any criticism is bad. And it, I'll tell you, if you're in your ego and you get criticism, sometimes you can't even hear the good stuff because you're so frightened by any kind of criticism. But if you're coming from self-esteem, you can hear both sides. You can hear good stuff. You can hear bad stuff. It doesn't matter. It's all useful. And then you can pick and choose what in that criticism means something to you that you things you want to work on or things you go, no, I'm good. I don't need to worry about that. I think that's your problem, not mine. Um, uh, but you're open to making the changes and making the conscious choice for yourself about how you want to hear things. Um, and then if it is director's criticism, I, there's nothing more rewarding than hear a director say, that was a great adjustment. That was great. And usually it's because you couldn't hear what they wanted you to do. <laughs> and there isn't any ego involved. It's just, uh, oh, yeah, let me try that. Oh, good idea. Yeah, let's see what that does. Um, it feels great knowing that the, you're making a director happy and and satisfying their vision of of what you're there to do. Um, and then it's a whole lot easier to keep putting yourself out there. Uh, you're not approaching things from a, a, a fear base. You're approaching it from an excitement base. Um, another area uh, that's really tricky is... It, are are you still there? Are you listening? Wakey, wakey, come back. Come back. Okay. Give your head a shake. Take a big breath. Ah, okay. Uh, two more areas we need to go over. This is a lot. I know. it. You know, I hope you can hear something in here that makes sense. Okay. New area. Handling acceptance. This is just true for everybody, actually, but particularly in our business because we have ourselves out there. We aren't selling vacuum cleaners. We're selling ourselves. And it's personal. Um, so you, you need to separate a little bit from the product that you present and that deeply vulnerable person you are uh, and, you know, and handle acceptance. Uh, I, I know I, I said we covered rejection earlier, but it's just as big a problem <laughs> actually for the ego. I know this is crazy. This is really crazy. Uh, here's how ego takes acceptance. It has to be a full meal deal. It's a full meal deal. There is no such thing as a la carte. Nope. Nope. Because the praise that you're getting is covering that really deep down doubt. And, and you need, the ego needs anyway, needs the proof. Needs the proof because they said so. I'm good because they hired me. That means I'm good. 
And what the ego tends to do is just blow that all the way out of proportion, um, which is what I mean by full meal deal. Um, and the worst of that uh, is that it becomes your proof that you're worthy. And if that bubble bursts, rejection is even 10 times more painful because you were riding on this other, I'm worth it, I'm worthy, uh, it's proof, I'm good enough, ride, and then poof, the magic carpet disappears and the crash is horrible, it's devastating. And then it's so easy to just stagnate, not be creative uh, or grow or learn anything. Um, so if you have, you are experiencing some acceptance, um, really what's going on is deep down you fooled everybody. Now you have to keep that up. Right? So your ego is now working overtime to perpetuate the myth because you fooled them. You know you suck. Or you think you do. But they, they seem to like you. So you got away with that one. And that's a lot of stress and worry. <laughs> it really is. Um, in auditions and in work. And then you just have to keep praying that you can continually continue to get away with it. You're just going to get away with it. And then uh, wondering why you're not enjoying your career. Because you're totally stressed out trying to keep up the myth that you're any good, even though really you don't believe you are. Um, so that's, that's how I think ego tends to deal with acceptance. From the point of view of self-esteem, you wait, listening? this is the good news. So I really want you to hear this part. Yeah, your ego is probably going cuckoo right now anyway, right? I don't know what she means by that. I'm fine. Yeah. Breathe. (sighs) Breathe. Okay, self-esteem. Self-esteem includes all of it, all of the acceptance and all of the rejection. It doesn't matter. It's all the same because it doesn't affect who you know you are. Yeah? Um, The acceptance and the rejection is equal. So being accepted doesn't send you anywhere that maybe you shouldn't go because you might be accepted today and rejected tomorrow. You know? Uh, So you don't have to prepare for a crash. You're not going to crash. Today you were accepted. Yay. Tomorrow you're rejected. Yay. (laughs) It's the same effect. It really shouldn't make that much difference. Uh, The only thing that might change is that it's your turn. You're, You're up for a job. You get the job. It's perfect for you. It's your turn. And tomorrow it may not be your turn. That's all that's going on. Uh, Like I've said, I know I've said this in many other episodes. It's the process that's important anyway. So, I mean, if you have have to get satisfaction and self-worth from just showing up to audition, to do those self-tapes, 
to get that ring light, to call somebody and have them read for you and, and look at tapes and make your own and make your decision that this was a good job and send it. It just, it, 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 it makes it so much easier to keep doing that. If your self-esteem is intact and you know that they may not like it. Too bad. That's their problem. They just made a big mistake. Um, the the other part of this, and this has happened to me more than once, I have actually known that I sucked in the audition. I did. I, I, I Truly. Factually. It wasn't an emotional thing. I sucked. And I booked the job anyway. Lots of actors I know have had the same thing happen to them. So what's the difference? You know, <laughs> booking a job is not proof that you were any good. <laughs> so don't hold it that way. <laughs> you can suck and be accepted. How about that? Right? <laughs> Think about that one. Um, there, there really isn't any good or bad about any of it. There's just enjoying the process. And I think having more self-esteem than a large ego is what's going to feel a lot better all the time in terms of this business. Um, and you can really celebrate if you do book something because, wow, you got some acknowledgement for what was going on again knowing that it's fleeting and tomorrow, boom, you might be back down at the bottom of the heap. <laughs> it shouldn't make any difference. And eventually, you're probably going to be rejected again. I, I know a lot of people who are on series, who have, you know, a few years work, and then are never heard from again. So, you know, that's got to be harsh. But Hopefully, they're still having fabulous lives and and feeling very worthy and having lots of self-esteem and carrying on. It should not define your happiness, your self-worth, or, you know, uh, uh, your enjoyment of what you're doing. Um, and the, the, the better your attitude, the less stressed you're going to have and the more fun you're going to have in whatever you do. Really. And then you have some confidence in your ability, even if you do fuck up. Part of, <laughs> part of, part of being a, an older trooper in this business and, you know, doing years of this, one of the things that you develop, besides a very thick skin, is uh, knowing that there's a good chance you're going to mess up. There's a very good chance. So who cares? You you don't have to try not to mess up. <laughs> we there, so we have a little bit more ease with what we do sometimes because yeah, it's probably going to come out of us wrong anyway, <laughs> eventually. <laughs> but it doesn't throw us, and and we just have a chuckle and carry on. I mean, I could watch hours of outtakes of movies. I really could. Uh, I, I wish they would make a movie of just outtakes. I I'd be there. Um, and uh, I think having self-esteem is what helps you develop that thicker skin. It does. It just, it, 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 it makes it a little less hurtful, a little less personal. If anybody is 
maybe not accepting you or criticizing what you're doing or you you just there's more balance and um you know the other thing is i know this is hard particularly for people who are just starting out it's hard because uh not all here i go not all directors and producers in this business are nice they're just not some and i have to you know forgive some they're under a lot of pressure they're under a lot of stress but there's an equal chance that you're going to be praised for what you do or you're going to be yelled at for what you do there's pretty much an equal chance depending on how that production is rolling at the moment uh, or how that director likes to operate. Uh, I have been on set, and thank God it's usually not directed at me. And uh, by the way, a sense of humor helps a lot. Um, when directors have torn strips off of actors, and I have been shocked and surprised and really kind of proud of actors who take it and just go, yeah, okay, okay. But they literally call them names and say terrible things and make fun of what they just did and and you have to just go oh, okay what do you want <laughs> how do you want me to do that <laughs> and not cry and want to go to your trailer which is probably what I would want to do <laughs> I don't know really some of them are not very nice to the talent and you got to take it you have to develop a thick skin and I think the more self-esteem that you have in your uh, experience and, and about yourself, uh, the thicker that skin gets. And they can't, they can't poke it. And um, like I also just said, which is really important, sense of humor is so important to weather some of these things. Just have a chuckle and know that the day will end. <laughs> And there will be a new day tomorrow that hopefully will be better than this one. Um, okay. Uh, and this is this is my last go at 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 this thing. Uh, and this gets even weirder. It's how your ego or your self esteem handles praised. Oh, there's a call. Okay. Okay, we'll take a call. Wow. Or your self-esteem. Hello. Hello, Linda Darlow. It's Dana Schindel. Oh, hi. Do you have, hi. have a question or something you want to say? <laughs> you made me think of when we did the mastery, <laughs> when listening to you talk. And you uh-huh. taught me. I thought ego meant you had to think you're awesome. And I was walking around with such a low self-esteem, I felt so bad about myself, my skills, everything, that you could not tell me anything positive, and I could not do my work because I sucked. And you taught me that that was a big ego, actually, <laughs> telling me that I sucked all the time. And I was like, tell that thing to shut up so we can just get to work here. <laughs> Thank you, because you know I love being right. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing all right. Yeah, I signed with Kim for Santi at Lucas. Awesome. 
I'm going to work with Willis cool. Anderson on Amelia United Players. Cool. Cool. Yeah. But I was wondering, maybe you could talk more if there's anybody out there that thinks like they have they have a small ego because they think they're not good, actually. But like, actually, that's the biggest ego to not be able to hear anything positive or even enjoy like getting apart wasn't fun because they were wrong. I see. I did say that, but I said it in a different way. So I get what you're, I get, thank you for, for pointing that out. I maybe take a little bit more of a, a spin on that. Yeah. Um, are you, I just want to clarify, you're saying your ego is so in a fake way presented as large. All it's really doing is keeping you from developing more self-esteem that I you can't I even had, hear. I had low self-esteem that I had a yeah. small ego. That oh, you thought they were. Because I had such a low self-esteem, I had a huge ego. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because your ego, the big thing. ego, the big ego had to protect the low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And you talked about, yeah. And you talked about feeling like you were getting away with something. Yes. Um, I know for me working through it, like just showing up to class and, and doing the work more and more helped me get through it. But is there any other things that could help people move? Oh, <laughs> oh God, <laughs> I wish I knew. Um, I'm, I'm hoping just understanding what they really are would help. And of course, listen, working out, I'm, you know me, I'm a huge fan of classes because mm-hmm. that's, that's where you go to one, actually start developing your ability to see how good you really are. And other people mm-hmm. can back you up. Um, you need to be able to appreciate what you do and how you do it. Um, other than taking the mastery, which I think is a brilliant idea. It was great. It changed everything for me, Linda. I don't know Thank if you, you remember me. It was a couple years ago. Super tall. Oh, I do remember you. How could I Thank not remember you? Know. You? <laughs> <laughs> you were tough, well, you, too. It changed everything. Wait, you I were mean, tough. Like, I really thank you. I, wa- oh, I really was, and I can see it now. I, I'm, I, you sound great. I'm thrilled to hear from you. I wish more of my, my former people would stay in touch with me because I know people are doing well, and I don't know it. I think they are, but I don't know it, and I love hearing that, that you are. You sound great, but you were a pain in the fucking ass. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You, I remember, I remember <laughs> moments with you, uh, you know, you were tough and that was probably that ego just trying to defend you. Absolutely. And I think not every teacher can deal with that, you know, oh, yeah. actually, uh, <laughs> someone's but that's fighting why I... for their life right now. It's not about me, you know? Yeah. Uh, thank you. I, 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 yeah, it's one of the reasons why I'm actually realizing, I think I'm, I'm kind of morphing. I'm evolving in the work that I actually do as a teacher, actually because of partially because of this 
radio show, this this show I'm doing, because I really do take a more holistic approach to someone's whole holistic view of their career. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I don't care how many yeah. jobs you've done. If you're miserable, you're miserable. Well, and that person that me, when I showed up to your mastery, it wouldn't have mattered <laughs> if I had starred in 50 movies. I still sucked. Which don't exactly. Know. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, and I don't think that many people are dealing with actors about this stuff. And I think it's really important. You know? Mm. Yeah. I, I'm really, it's yeah. so good to hear from you. Thank you. Contact me, so will you? you doing this show. Okay, Let's have longer. coffee. <laughs> Let's go for lovely. coffee. <laughs> Seriously, <Sounds good. laughs> no, I mean it because you were tough, and I I saw the evolution happening, so I'm not that surprised that you're doing really well. Um, but I would love to be in touch. So get in touch. I still have the same information across the board. You must have it. I do. Also, okay. Yes, I would love to go for coffee. Okay, let's you. do Thank that. Thank you so much for all your work. Okay. Oh, my God. All the best. All the best. I look forward to seeing you. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye. That was cool. Sorry for everybody having to listen to my little chat. Hope you got something out of it. Um, she was a tough case. <laughs> and the performer's mastery that she's talking about is a weekend workshop, by the way. Uh, we have another call. Um, Who's on the line, please? Yeah, I'm calling. Oh, can you can you mute your um the the? the Who is this? Oh, they. I guess they hung up. I don't know what the problem was. No, they had the show in the background, and they called this number, so I don't know. Anyway, you can call back. Here's here's the thing with this show. There's a delay. There's a major delay between my talking and you hearing what I say, and a delay in my doing the show and you receiving part of that show. So you need to, uh, I don't know... Yeah, well, he was with the show, so that wasn't, it was weird. Um, But give it time for the lag to catch up. You might not hear anything right away, but it will kick in if you're having a conversation with me. It creates a lot of overlapping and craziness, but it's the best we got. At least we got this. So call back. Sorry about that. Um, Okay, in the meantime, uh, handling praise. Uh, here's the ego's point of view. It's awkward. It's uncomfortable because you know, or you think you know, it's not true. It's like what Dana was saying, you know, just, yeah, okay, thanks. You know, um, or, uh, <laughs> I said earlier about acceptance, you can't even hear it. You can't even hear the praise because you're so afraid it's not going to be good. You don't even hear it. So, for instance, say you get 
you do a show and there's reviews or people are giving you feedback and there's five really good reviews and there's one bad one. Where is your attention? Where does your attention go? Probably to the bad one because that feeds the ego's fear more. The five good ones, yeah, they don't know what they're talking about or they were just being nice or, you know, you can explain those away. Um, but the one bad one, oh, I didn't fool that person. Ah, oh, they figured me out. They, they bought it, right? Dana was saying that too. And then what happens is well, you, know, you go into the ego, sends you into... Oh, wait a minute. Oh, and this is only to the bad person because that's where all your attention is, the bad review. Um, no, that's a misrepresentation. Uh, you, you, didn't, you didn't get what I was doing. I have to explain myself to you. So you get what I was doing because then you would understand that, yeah, I, I was good. And you can say that I was good and I can ignore that too. <laughs> It, 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 the ego just keeps you stuck no matter what. You don't learn lessons. You don't hear praise. You don't get acknowledgement. I mean, isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing to even think of? So let go of that ego. Put it in its proper place. Make sure it's just keeping you from getting hit by the bus. It will do that very well. So occasionally you might, I, I've done this because I have an ego. It rears its ugly head every now and then. And I just have to say, thank you for sharing. Go back to bed. <laughs> and, and think about what the lesson was or whatever I could get out of that or um, whatever happened. So from the self-esteem point of view, um, if you're praised, there's a, a certain amount of grace and dignity and humility that you can accept that praise with. Yeah. Um, you accept it because you know that it's fleeting. It's, it's not going to last, but it, for the moment, it's great. It feels good. You did something right. Somebody liked it. It worked. Yay. Um, but you also accept it as a constant learning tool. Okay, great. That works about me. People like that about me. So I'm going to do that a lot. Um, and so same example, right? Uh, five good reviews, one bad one. Five good reviews you get to celebrate. Yay. Five good reviews. And there's one bad one. You read it. So oh, let me see what they were thinking. How, how did they perceive what I did? And if it's something that you've never heard before, anyone criticize about your work, just go, okay, that was probably their opinion or something that bugs them about whatever I did. So I'll go with the five good ones. Yeah. Um, if you get five bad reviews, but you're coming from a place of self-esteem and one good one, then you go, okay, wait a minute. There are five people who see the same thing that didn't work. Hmm. Maybe I should look at that. 
do I want that to be my representation in my work? Or do I, is there something maybe I could work on to, to satisfy that? Because so many people saw the same thing. You just, you can, you can actually take criticism and make adjustments. And it doesn't affect who you are or how, what, you have, what you think of yourself, which is, you know, uh, you've got to love yourself. I think that was the first thing I said. Um, and then decide if um, the, the ones hold something that you want to work on or not. I would say where there's smoke, there's fire. You might consider, you know, looking at that. If you're an entertainer trying to entertain people, make them feel good. Or even if, you know, I play a lot of nasty roles. <laughs> um, and uh, sometimes entertaining people is making them hate me. <laughs> Which is, you know, it's a pretty good lesson. <laughs> if someone's yelling at me for a role I did, which has happened, <laughs> My teller at the bank one day, I will never forget it, called me a horrible person (laughs) because I had done a role in a movie and she had seen it and it was a horrible, nasty role and she didn't, you know, she didn't like me. So I actually took that as a compliment. Um, That can happen. Um, And then if you want to work on the issue, you go to work on the issue. It's all a learning experience. And you have confidence in yourself no matter what. Yeah? So uh, between ego and self-esteem, what do you think you should have more of? Any guesses? Anybody want to let me know? Um, As a performer, it's tough. Because like I said, you are the product. It's, it is personal on some level, which is why I think our egos get so involved in the process. Because, you know, if we were selling vacuum cleaners, we wouldn't be quite as personally attached. You might go, yeah, this thing doesn't work very well. Uh, but if someone's saying you don't work very well, it's quite different, you know. So uh, it's really important, though, to put the balance in place. The ego has certain jobs that it is good at and you should have one because it is your identity and you stand alone. And in our business, an ego is a great thing to have because it it should allow you your uniqueness and to back up that uniqueness and be proud of that uniqueness. Yes. Um, So that's what egos are good for. But they tend to, like I said from my reading in my book, um, they just go into overdrive sometimes. And for actors, they're in overdrive a lot. So, you know, um, just check. Do an ego check on yourselves and see what uh, what's really going on. You know, are you functioning from your ego, which is an overdrive? Or are you coming from your self-esteem, which is all in your favor. And there can't be anything wrong. It's like the last episode was success and failure. There's no such thing as failure. There's only success and learning. So the same thing, there's, there's ego in its place and 
lots of self-esteem in its place, which will make you more and more confident and better at handling this kind of business. If you can't develop an ability to have a thick skin and develop a strong sense of self-esteem and confidence, maybe you should reconsider this business because I don't want you to suffer. I want you to feel good and be happy and have a lot of confidence and enjoy your careers. And that's my final episode. That's it. That's it for um, this season. We have a season in the can, folks. I cannot thank you enough. I am thrilled to have been able to get this far. It's such a completion and and a, 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 I, I like creating results. And boy, this has given me some results. Also personally in, in my own growth, because I do think I have things to say that help actors be better and feel better and have better careers and better lives because that's important. Um, uh, next season, next year, um, we'll go into some powwow uh, with my little team here um, who I could not have done this without. Thank you, Colin. And thank you, Nicole, so much totally indebted. Everyone is indebted to you if they like this at all. They might not like you for this, but, but you know, there you go. And their pictures, by the way, are on the uh, blog talk site. This uh, I've revealed who they really are. Nicole is mortified, but that's okay. I like her picture. Um, and I just had to take one of Colin to get him on there. Um, so uh, we may be on camera next season. We may not. We don't know what we're doing. This is, you know, even asking me if I'm going to do another season is like asking someone who has literally just had a baby if they're going to have another one. Um, I don't know. But we might. We might. So if we get some feedback, maybe, you know, if you want to encourage us to do it, maybe that'll help us decide. Um, uh, I... I might actually change the name of the show because I'm evolving. Yeah. So I don't know. And, and the format might change. Who knows? I don't know. Cause none of you want to call in anyway. I might have to drag one of your asses in and have a chat. Um, so we'll see. But um, as I get crankier in my old age, I might change the name of the show to what's wrong with you people. Um, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm close. <laughs> I'm close. Um, oh, uh, I also, uh, I want to thank Craig, Carl, Craig, Carl Craig for the music for our show. It's always gotten me ready in that few seconds that it plays at the beginning. And you will hear it again at the end. It's a creation of Carl Craig's. And, uh, I also want to thank all of you for listening. It, you know, it reminds me of a, if a tree falls in a forest, does it, nobody hears it. Is it actually there? Uh, radio to me is like that, which is why I like a call every now and then to know I'm connecting to somebody out there. So 
thank you so, so much for spending the time and listening. Hope you got something out of it. The full season will still be on Blog Talk and Apple and Spotify and Google Play even and a bunch of stuff. Um, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram and LD, don't get me started. Um, my audition craft for film and TV will be available on my website as soon as Nicole, who is doing my website, gets it up and running in its new form. I'm so excited. It's so great. Uh, it's lindadarlow.com, but don't look yet. Give it, when do you think? Next week. Ooh, she's uh, pushing it. Um, yeah, awesome. So give it a week or two, and then check out my website, Linda Darlow. It's got a whole new look. It's really easy. It's gorgeous. It works on iPhones. It's fabulous. And um, my book will be available, an ebook on it. Um, uh, anything you guys want to holler over? We got a minute. Say something. Thank you, Linda. Nicole? I love you. <laughs> I wanted to say something to them out there. Uh, but thank you. Thank you. Thank both of you. I wish everybody out there, uh, you know, happy post-COVID holiday season, hopefully. And uh, healthy, happy, successful, fulfilled, and exciting 2022. Happy New Year, everybody.